So good morning, Eastside family. We want to let our children, ages three through third grade, make their way to junior worship. It's uh, that direction if you're new and you have kids in that age range. The rest of you can take your Bibles and turn to Joshua chapter 24. Oh, we're switching to this microphone. Sorry. I um, also want to remind you of an incredibly important aspect of our of our weekly worship, and that is the offering that we bring to the Lord. We make it possible for you to bring your donations in four different ways. You can mail a check to the church address. You can give an automatic draft through your bank. You can go online to our website and click on the easy instructions that say give on the homepage. Or if you're here in person, you can uh, always drop your contribution off on, at the table there in the middle. For those of you that are with us live streaming, I know there is a good number of you that didn't brave the snow, and so we're delighted for, we really appreciate um, Todd and his team. There's a bunch of folks that, that, that serve under that team who make it possible for those of you who can't be with us to be with us, and you are with us, and we're so thankful for that. Hey, just wanted to remind you, you know, you can have these cool ideas and then forget about them, and so we spent two or three weeks talking about a vision and mission for 2023. Want to remind you about these cards. Keep these handy. Keep looking at these cards and praying over those and just read through the guidelines of, of our vision for Connect, Girl, and Serve. If you didn't get one of those, you can pick one up on the table on the way out. So today is, is Baby Dedication Sunday, and because of that, I took the sermon that we were supposed to have today, which was going to be part two of last week, in James chapter two, and I'm pushing it to next Sunday, not because I'm a chicken to talk about that topic, but it just made sense to talk about the theme of what we're, what we're looking at there uh, as far as the Baby Dedication Sunday. And so what I want us to do, to do is to look at I'm going to guess is one of the most popular passages that come to mind when you think of, of um, family and parenting. It's the famous passage in, in Joshua 24, 5, 24, 15, where it says, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that, that verse alone is, is a very powerful standalone verse. But if you've ever read the whole chapter, it is just power packed with all kinds of, of, of really tremendous truths that undergird that one statement. And so what I want us this morning to do is read verses 1 through 28 to see the larger context of this very popular verse that most of us are familiar with. And I just want to give you a heads up. As I read, I want you to pay attention to, a, I guess we might call it a two-part division to this chapter Verses 1 through 13, you're going to see Joshua's just telling a story. Telling the story of God and his people. And then the second half is going to be verses 14 through 28, where we see flowing out of that story is, a, is, a, is this famous dedication statement that is made by Joshua and challenging the members of the people of Israel to make the statement as well and all that accompanies that. So that's what we're going to be looking at today, this two-part division. Take your Bibles, take your phones or whatever you have that, that you can follow along. I think it's powerful not only to hear it, but to see it as we hear God's Word. Joshua chapter 24, verse 1. Beginning in verse 1, Then Joshua assembled all the tribes of Israel at Shechem. 
he summoned the elders, leaders, judges, and officials of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. Joshua said to all the people, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Long ago, your ancestors, including Terah, the father of Abraham, and Nahor, who lived beyond the Euphrates River and worshipped other gods. But I took your father Abraham from the land beyond the Euphrates and led him through Canaan and gave him many descendants. You need to notice the first person pronoun I. That's like the most repetitive word. This is about God. This is a story about God. But I, verse 3, took your father from the land beyond the Euphrates and led him through Canaan and gave him many descendants. I gave him Isaac, and to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. I assigned the hill country of Seir to Esau, but Jacob and his family went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I afflicted the Egyptians by what I did there, and I brought you out. When I brought your people out of Egypt, you ran to the sea and the Egyptians pursued them with chariots and horsemen as far as the Red Sea. But they cried to the Lord for help and he put darkness between you and the Egyptians. He brought the sea over them and covered them. You saw this with your own eyes, what I did to the Egyptians. Then you lived in the wilderness for a long time. I brought you to the land of the Amorites who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you. But I gave them into your hands. I destroyed them from before you and, took, and you took possession of their land. When Balak, son of Zippor, the king of Moab, prepared to fight against Israel, he sent for Balaam, son of Beor, to put a curse on you. But I would not listen to Balaam. So he blessed you again and again. And I delivered you out of his hand. Then you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho. The citizens of Jericho fought against you, as did also the Amorites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites, Girgashites, Hivites, and Jebusites. But I gave them into your hands. I sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove them out before you, and also the two Amorite kings. You did not do it with your own sword and, and bow. So I gave you a land on which you did not toil, and cities you did not build. And you live in them, and you eat from vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. There's the story. Now, some of your translations say, therefore, because of this incredible story of God and His people. Verse 14, now fear the Lord and serve Him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond that Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. It was the Lord our God who himself who brought us out and our parents out of Egypt from that land of slavery and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey among all the nations through which we traveled. And the Lord drove out before us all the nations including the Amorites who lived in the land. We too will serve the Lord because he is our God. And notice what Joshua says here. You're not able to serve the Lord. 
He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, He will turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you after He has been good to you. But the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said, Your witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen to serve the Lord. Yes, we are witnesses, they replied. Now then, Joshua said, said Joshua, throw away the foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, we will serve the Lord, our God, and obey him. On that day, Joshua made a covenant for the people and there at Shechem, he reaffirmed for them, he reaffirmed for them decrees and laws. And Joshua recorded these things in the book of the law of God. Then he took a large stone and set it up there under the oak near the holy place of the Lord. See, he said to all the people, this stone will be a witness against us. It has heard all the words the Lord has said to us. It will be a witness against you if you are untrue to your God. Then Joshua dismissed the people, each to their own inheritance. Now while there are certainly some, I believe, some very powerful truths here for, for our parents as they are bringing their children to dedicate them today, I think we need to pay attention. There are truths here that are important for all of us. And so what I'm going to do this morning is, is really just touch over this passage and I'm going to give you some bullet points, some, show you here are the main points and in your life groups I really want to encourage you to dig deeper into this passage. Tad, if you can hear me out there in the foyer, and Becky, Scott, and Jen, we're glad you're here. Patty and Ryan, there's Ryan. Y'all are missing your spouses, we've got to do something about this. Scott and Amanda. Amanda's gone too. That's just the world of parents, isn't it? As you've come today to dedicate your children to the Lord, I'm going to give you five words from God in this passage. First of all, I think it's quite clear. Make a choice. We see here a, a very sacred ceremony where a vow of dedication, a choice was made regarding the family. And you know, you think about it, if marriage is so important that we have sacred ceremonies where vows to God are made by a couple who've come together in marriage to dedicate themselves to one another, isn't parenting equally important? And isn't it wise to... To have a sacred ceremony like we see here in this passage or like we are actually doing today. A time when you make a formal, intentional choice. It's called a covenant. It's a promise to God regarding your family and the raising of your children. Parents, you are called today by God. To make a choice. A choice that faith 
is going to be the highest priority in your family and in your home and in raising your children and that everything else that happens in your lives, all other decisions fall under that choice. Today, first of all, God's word to you is make a choice. And then secondly, it's write it down. It's very interesting that right after the people dedicated themselves and their families to the Lord, we see that Joshua, it says he wrote down this covenant they made. They, they, he made it official. In my life group, which is primarily composed of, of parents with younger children, we recently, and they're probably listening, going, Eddie, we've already covered this before. And a lot of this is from the information or the advice that they gave me. We talked about this chapter and worked through it together and read and discussed it. And we also have been working through a book by an author named Mark Holman. And the title of the book is Faith Begins at Home. And in his book, we were talking about how, and I want to share with you, he talks about the importance of the advice that he gives as he's following this pattern in Joshua chapter 24, encouraging parents to establish and write down a mission statement for your family. Basically stating what it is that you want for your family and what it is you want for your children as your home and as, as, as it relates to faith. And the idea is not just to be randomly just flying by the seat of your pants with no direction for your family. But it's to have intentionality and forethought and direction. A plan with goals that you establish for your family. And I recently heard someone say, actually someone that's here today, that, you know, your marriage doesn't just happen to get better. A marriage gets better because you work at it with intentionality and forethought. And I believe the same is true with parenting. You don't just hope that your children are going to turn out well. You make a choice, a sacred covenant to God for your family, and you write it down. A mission statement of what that covenant's going to look like. What that covenant will mean. And you devote yourselves to living by it. You make a choice. You write it down. And then thirdly, we see here in this chapter, you remember your story. Why in the world did, did Joshua not just say, all right, everybody, let's make a commitment. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Why is it prior to that, that there's this long sharing, or actually it's an abbreviated sharing of the story, the history of God and his people. It's actually our history. It's our ancestors of faith. And I believe it's because this choice, this covenant that you are making today, it's rooted in your story. And in our life group, we were talking about how this verse 15 could be interpreted with a very, a very domineering and a very patriarchal forceful tone that Joshua the the patriarch is laying down the law for his family and saying I don't care what other parents do and and you'll get used to saying that I don't care what other families are doing as for me and my house we will serve the Lord do you understand that but that's not the tone that we see here these strong words this covenant is preceded by the why, telling the story of, of who God is and what He's done in our lives and what He's done in the lives of, of our ancestors. 
And you follow the story of your life, you follow the story of our ancestors, and you see a lot of messiness, you see a lot of mistakes, you see a lot of helpless and hopeless moments. But you see in that story that through it all, God was always there. God was always faithful. God was good. God provided. And so it's, it's following this retelling of the story of God's faithfulness to His people that they in turn are called to make a commitment of their faithfulness to Him. So parents, today you're, you're not hearing us say you'd better raise your children right to be good Christians. You better bring them to church or you'll be sorry. That's not what you're hearing instead we want you to hear remember your story never forget how good and faithful God has been to you and to your ancestors to the ups and downs of your life and out of that make a vow to be faithful to him in your lives and in your family now there's, in this sacred moment of dedicating their families to God, there, there's an important statement here that's, that's mentioned twice and you don't want to overlook it. Fourthly, we see that God's people are called, he says, to clean your house. Now, some of you perhaps, this needs to be understood literally, but I intend for it to be understood most of all figuratively. I want you to notice the point that Joshua makes. He makes it twice. In verse 23, he says, Throw away the foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to the Lord. Verse 14, he says, Throw away the gods of your ancestors and the gods of the Amorites. Notice, throw these things away. The gods of your ancestors, that's of your family. The gods of the Amorites, those that live around you. So here's the point, parents, or here's the point to us all. What is it in your life right now that shouldn't be there? It shouldn't be in your home. What is it that doesn't belong? That is unhealthy? That is ungodly? That could actually be defined as idolatrous? That has just somehow seeped its way in to your life from our culture? seeped its way into your home. Or maybe it's something from your ancestors. Most all of us have brought some pretty tough baggage from our past. Identify these things and make a determination to rid your home and your life of these things or they will be a hindrance to the covenant that you're making today in dedicating your family and your children to God. And then finally, place a reminder. Place a reminder. You know, today is really special. The kids all got dressed up. The parents are here. Their grandparents are here. Really like a really fun wave, but waves die. And so often it can happen that a, a special moment like this is quickly forgotten and back tomorrow we'll be just back to life as usual. God understands that we're like that. God knows that in the busyness and chaos of our lives that we too often 
forget things that are of greatest importance. And so, it wasn't Joshua's idea, it was God's idea to get a, a large stone that would be placed in a very visible location that they could always see and always be reminded of the covenant that they had made with God on that day. Evidently, this is a big deal to God. I'm working my way through Joshua. You're going to see in Joshua's book, five times God has them take these stones of memory so that as they go out in their day and do all that they're doing, they come back home and they see that stone and they remember this is who God is. This is all that God has done in my life. And this is the covenant that I have made with Him. So what I want to ask now is that the teenagers that said they would help me, we have uh, to come and each get one of these stones. I'm going to ask the parents to stand where you are. We're going to give you a stone of remembrance for this covenant that you are making today with your children and your families. If you would stand and you guys just go, Reese there's, and Daniel, they're way back there. Stand like up, please, so they can see you. There we go. All right. I want to encourage you guys to take this stone, take this stone, and put it in a place where you can see it daily as a reminder of the special day and as a reminder of the covenant. Now I want to ask everybody else to stand up with them as they're feeling a bit awkward standing by themselves. <laughs> we want to sing this final song as, as a prayer. It's not less, all right, it's traditional, we're supposed to close with a, an official song. This is a prayer of dedication that we want to join with these families in singing. And so, Ryan and Patty, Tad and Becky, <laughs> uh, Amanda and Scott, Scott and Jen. What you've heard today are, are not wise words from Guru Eddie, <laughs> nor are they wise words from a secular book on parenting that I found. These are God's words that are spoken to you. Make a choice today. Write it down. Remember your story. Go home and clean your house. And place a reminder of this covenant that you have made to God today. Let's proclaim the words of this covenant together. You repeat after me. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let's offer this prayer to God. Hey, I'm Eddie White, the Senior Minister for the Eastside Church of Christ. Sure want to thank you for joining us today on our podcast. I hope today's message was indeed a blessing to you. Like to invite you to browse our website at eastsidesprings.com to get more information or to contact us. And as always, we indeed welcome you to join us for our worship service in Colorado Springs as we seek to live out Jesus' mission of making disciples of all nations.